On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You are tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine, and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. Ron McNeil's musical roots was born out of a large musical family growing up on the east coast of Canada. He was surrounded by gospel, classic country, and old-time rock and roll. As a songwriter, he has had over 60 of his cuts recorded and songs charting in Canada and Australia. Ron joins me on this edition of Americana Music Profiles to talk about his solo debut album, Waiting on the Day. Hi, Ron. Welcome to the podcast today. Hey, Greg. How are you doing today? Great. Good to talk to you. You are... In Canada, Alberta, right? Did I get that right? I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. All right. How are how are things in your world there musically today? I, I know uh, Canada and the United States and and Australia, different countries are having, kind of having their own interpretation of when things open back up and and people can get out and play and enjoy music. What does it look like for you guys these days? Well. We're not sure. Uh, they, they announced that we are going to have the Calgary Stampede, which is, uh, you know, the biggest outdoor rodeo in the world. And we have a lot of, uh, usually every time the Stampede, uh, you know, every year of the Stampede, we, we have a lot of shows that we play. Um, there's a lot of music that goes on. Uh, we didn't get to play last year, Stampede, because of the COVID. And uh, this year, uh, they say they're going to have it open. So uh, that would be great. We haven't, we haven't played a live show. Our band hasn't played a live show in about uh, 13 months. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are nearing the uh, nearing the end and the beginning at the same time here soon. So that's great. Great news. Yeah. yeah I have friends in Nashville that haven't stopped playing. Right. Yeah. Played, you know, yeah. All the time, straight through. Yeah. No, I know certain states here um, – afforded different opportunities than others and so i'm glad the music was able to continue for some at least and i'm glad the rest of us get to start start doing that again too i know as as a fan i am more than ready to hear you guys as artists get out and start doing your thing again yeah let's get back at her so you have been doing this musically for a while then right yeah i've been i've been uh songwriting for many, many years, and I've, I've had some accomplishments with songwriting, and I've produced a few records here in Canada. Uh, I had a writing deal in uh, Nashville, so I lived in Nashville for uh, two years, I lived in Nashville. Um, so I've been kicking around uh, behind the scenes writing songs for people, uh, producing a few projects, and uh, 
records, radio singles, stuff like that. When did your musical journey start for you as a younger person? How did how did all of this come about for you? Well, if you, uh, which I, I know you saw the, the cover of my, my album, um, that's me when I'm four years old playing with my dad's band. That's uh, cool. From my grandma's house. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, I think I'm four in that picture, and I'm, I'm just drumming along on the mandolin. And uh, my dad's band uh, was a 70s band. They, they, they had a, a local uh, following, and they had a couple of tunes on the radio uh, in Canada. So, uh, you know, I was brought up around it for sure. Like, uh, uh, you know, I was always on the stage or behind the stage or, or just trying to be part of it. You know, just, just dancing to it or playing, just trying to strum along or, or whatever it took, you know, just trying to be part of it because it was, uh, it was a great upbringing to have uh, a big musical family. When did you move into a more professional uh, career aspect of this? Uh, not until my late 20s. Uh, uh, I mean, I started, you know, really... Uh, taking songwriting serious and uh, you know, doing demos, uh, getting demos produced, and, uh, and then I started getting some cuts in my late 20s. Uh, and then from there, uh, I decided to explore it. You know, I got a couple of people on the radio up here in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was pretty, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting thing, you know, driving down the road, your pickup truck, one Song. Yeah, your guy singing sure. your song on the radio. And it, it, it was it was surreal. Yeah, it was a great feeling. You know, you get the, the goosebumps, the chills, and I was just like, wow, you know. So uh, it was uh, really exciting uh, to hear that, and when that happened to me, from there, I just you know, it just makes me want to pursue it a little, you know, even more. Was songwriting a part of what you do from the beginning? Or did that come along later? No, always songwriting been the been the avenue for me. Uh, you know, just being able to get into the music industry, meet people, uh, collaborate, just to uh, uh, just take you know, to represent what I do. Songwriting has been uh, probably the main thing, but uh, you know, I've been I've got about sixty songs. Up here in Canada. Wow. Uh, cool. I've got some songs on the Canadian country charts, and uh, I've got a song on the chart in Australia a few years back, a buddy of mine uh, that I co wrote. And, uh, you know, so yeah, that, that's been great. It's been very rewarding. Uh, but a lot of people have asked me, hey, why don't you do your own record? You know, when, when are we going to hear you? We sing your songs with your voice. And I said, well, you know, I'm not. That's not my main interest. My main interest is songwriting. But, uh, you know, I have a, I have a cover band in, uh, in Canada. And we, we had a, we had a, a, we were a house band. We played a, played a show every Saturday. Uh, house team. Uh, we did a, a, a country and rock jam. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the community that I came from down at Bonas, and we, we, we get great fan support. You know, if some Saturday after just get up, it's between uh, 250, 300 people show up to this bar. Wow. Yeah, so we we bring a special we bring a special guest in every week. Somebody who was touring, or somebody who had a record out. We spotlight them, and then we get to band, and we, we learn their tunes or whatever. We give them five songs, and people would come and see 
a bunch of different artists. We were promoting different artists. So, um, you know, but the more I played, uh, you know, a lot of people kept saying, you know, what are you going to do your record? What are you going to do your record? And, uh, you know, I, I did have songs that I had that I had written that were, were from Shisei. So I just came to the time now that I believe. I said, you know what, this is the time. I'm going to do this. Yeah. So, you know, I got, I got everything booked and, uh, and lined up in Nashville. Um, you know, I got friends in Nashville. I, I lived there for two years. I've made many trips down there. I've worked with uh, a bunch of artists. I took artists down there to work with and to produce their records, to produce their demos. And uh, so, um, you know, I made some calls and uh, I have, have a, guy, uh, a good friend of mine, Jason Howard. He's uh, a Nashville based musician and producer. Um, he, uh, he made some calls. We made some calls to work together and we, we hooked up a great studio down there, which was uh, Blackbird um, Studios. Mm -hmm. We got some killer musicians, and uh, and uh, we, we had to get everything booked. And then, of course, you know the, the travel restrictions came, so uh, we kind of kind of had to put on hold for a while. And then, uh, then we thought we'd take a different avenue about it because we had the players that we wanted, and we had the team we wanted. So we thought, well, you know, we got technology, so. Uh, I just lay my tracks, my uh, my vocals down up in Canada, and my acoustic guitar, and then from there we will uh, we'll Skype into the studio, you know, because I got you know Jason producing with me. Jason and I produced uh, the project together, mm -hmm. so I said you know we can just uh, hook up the iPad, hook up the Bose the Bose uh, Bluetooth, so I can hear everything, and uh, away we go. That's cool. So you you were able to do all of this uh, during the lockdown just by transferring these files back and forth. Then, yeah, we uh, I pre-recorded uh, a piece of guitar to a click track and, uh, and sang a vocal. Um, so, so it was it was interesting as we send the tracks down and I'm you know, I'm in my living room watching on my iPad uh, and have you know uh, amazing uh, national session musicians. And, and they're they're creating the song around my track, around me singing, and I'm, I'm watching it. Oh wow! So you were yeah, able to watch it real time, then? That's crazy. <laughs> That's cool. Real time, yeah. Because I couldn't be there, but uh, I mean, you know, I would rather have been there and, and sang live with you know with the band. But uh, you know, it was, it was still a pretty cool experience to do it this way. Sure. Yeah. Technology is amazing nowadays. Right? Oh my gosh! I mean. I'm, I'm trying to keep up. It moves fast, doesn't it? Well, it was moving fast anyway. Really yeah, it was moving fast anyway, and and then, you know, the pandemic forced people to um, look for uh, newer solutions if you wanted to continue to to create, and so it just amped up some of these uh, technologies that were either in the infancy stage or we hadn't really been able to, or hadn't taken advantage of yet. So now it's just. Uh, you know, coming back out of this, uh, artists have so many options uh, to available to them to create their craft even um, even before. And so, uh, yeah, the technology has just exponentially changed the game for everybody. Yeah, I mean, it was great for me because you know we still can't fly down to Nashville without uh, being quarantined, right? So, right. Uh, I would have, and I, I still haven't, uh, I still wouldn't be able to go down, so. 
Right. So, uh, you know, for another month or so. So, so it, it, it was a, it was a nice, uh, a nice way to kind of keep the project going and, uh, and, and really, uh, just be there, but not be there, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, either virtually be there, you know, with, uh, with the iPad and, uh, all the only musicians were fantastic to work with. You know, they, they, they seen me on the iPad and they came and said, Hey, how do you, hey, how you doing, Ron? Like, uh, you like that? And ask questions out there. Really fantastic. <laughs> that is so cool. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. We're talking about your new record, Waiting on the Day, and I find it, especially in light of our conversation here, that the term that I have written down from, from my notes is that this is your debut CD, even though you have had hits on the radio and, and chart success and written over 60 songs and having them recorded, and yet, yet at, at this point in your career kind of experiencing your uh, solo, if, if we call it that, debut CD. What does it feel like to uh, have all of these other accolades and now now get to the point in your career where you have your, quote, debut CD out? Well, I think the uh, the title the title track yeah, kind of says it all, Waiting on the Day. Uh-huh. And then you got the picture of me at four, four years old playing with my dad's band on the cover in front of my grandma's house where, where you know, a lot of music was made for our family. Uh, I was at a grandma's house. That's kind of the home, the home base where you know where everybody played. And uh, I come from Eastern Canada. Uh, in Eastern Canada, we're kind of famous for something called kitchen parties. Mm-hmm. So like, when you show up, somebody hands you hands you an instrument, you go into the kitchen, and uh, that's where the party happens. Party <laughs> happens, and yeah. everybody sings along and plays, and it's, uh, it's uh, there's no stereos being played. You you make your own music. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool experience. So when did this come out, this record? Uh, well, it's not. It's only out right now from my website. Okay. Um, so I'm selling it off my website only because I'm raising money for a children's foundation up here in Canada called oh. The Love of Children. Uh-huh. We do uh, char- charitable work all, all over the world, uh, build uh, hospitals, orphanages. Um, we personally sponsor uh, 10,000 kids a month. Wow, that's and, awesome. Uh, I'm on the I'm on the board of directors, uh, and uh, I help raise money. And any way I can find music is making money to help kids. It's just uh, a very re- rewarding experience. Yeah, yeah, that's great. What is the What do you hope to do with this? Um, moving out from here, do you have? I, I know Canada's locked down differently than the states, but do you you have a uh, a vision of where you you get to tour with this and play it out and, and have a, a bigger release nationwide? What is, what's the future look like with this record? Well, well, yeah, we'll be releasing in, in uh, American, Americana Radio in the States, and we will be releasing to uh, Canadian uh, Radio. And right now we're, uh, we're putting together a, a video. Mm, okay. uh, we're going to have a full production video with a... Uh, um, a film company right now, so we're we're in negotiations with that, just trying to set that up, and uh, you know, put the funding together for that, and and uh, we'll see where the radio signals take us. And like I said, we'll be releasing in America and in Canada. That's we're excited. Um, so far, as a pre-release off my uh, 
let's think of Marcus holds 11, 1,100 copies. Oh, great. So, okay. Know, in a few weeks, that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's pretty good. I've been great feedback uh, from the people. You know, just, people are just really positive about it and really enjoying it, and uh, that makes me feel great, you know, that uh, something that I created is out uh, in fact. Now, you mentioned that during the recording process, you, you had uh, friends and session musicians uh, help you record this. Uh, earlier, you talked about your band. Will you be able to, uh, or is the intention to tour some, play some with this original music with your current band? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I have a killer band. Uh, my, my band are all... Uh, great players. A lot of them have worked in the studios up here in Canada. A lot of them have worked with touring artists uh, on major record labels and everything, so I got a, I got a great band. Yeah. A fantastic band. Uh, we're all buddies. And we, we all play with different people, do different shows and different stuff like that, but we do a lot of shows together. Yeah, okay. That's so, yeah, that's yeah, that's I mean, they still got to learn the songs. I just uh, recently been... Uh, dropping CDs in the mail to a few people because I've been busy <laughs> working and trying to promote it. So I, I, I've been just ma- mailing hard copies of CDs, not even digitally, just hard copies on here. Learn, learn this record. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you are, are you guys as a band able to get together uh, there in Canada and rehearse? Are you, are you able to do that at this point yet or not even that? Not, not now, no, not, not as of now, but... Um, I mean, obviously, you know, we will. Uh, I, I believe uh, things are, are, are opening up here now. They're talking about opening the border uh, to the United States uh, by the end of June, and then everything should hopefully be back uh, to uh, full capacity, and everything should be rolling, and uh, let's get some music going. You know, it's uh, I'm missing. I'm missing going out. Not only am I missing playing, I'm missing going out and listening to bands for and, sure, and, and, and yeah. Meeting people and just the atmosphere of going to a live music event, you know. Yeah. I've got uh, a lot of friends that you know play full time, and, and uh, I, I love going to their shows and watching their bands and, and watching them play as well. This record, and I'm I'm making the assumption that it's your uh, style in general is is nice, kind of down the road, sort of classic Americana country feel. Is that um, pretty descriptive of your music in general or, or more so just for this record? No, I think I think that's, you know, that's where my heart sets um, in the Americana kind of genre. Like, I mean, obviously it's influenced by country, but there's, there's, a, there's a, you know, there's a rock, there's a rock um, feel to the record. Uh-huh. You know, we, we, you know, I sound, I sound country when I sing. Um, my lyrics are a little bit country driven, but we don't have any steel in the record we don't have any fiddles in the record and we don't have any banjos in the record we have uh, two electrics and two acoustics on every track okay. heavy bass heavy drums so it's got some drive yeah um, for sure so uh, you know I, obviously I've been influenced by my country artists but I've also been influenced by you know Tom Petty Bruce Springsteen okay um, yeah like that yeah some, you know it got some drive under it got some you know some drive to it what were your influences growing up? Do you have a uh, a couple artists that uh, were your go to favorites that you feel like kind of heavily influenced what you do? Oh yeah, I have so many. Like I'm so open when when it comes to music. Um, I mean, uh, Mellencamp, um, 
you know, CCR, um, obviously Springsteen, yeah. Mom Petty, uh, Merle, Hag- Merle Haggard, Steve Earle, uh, you know, singer-songwriters. I'm really big on singer-songwriters. Yeah. Um, you know, like Rodney Crowell. Like, I mean, I listen oh, yeah, to a lot yeah. of Rodney Crowell. Yeah. Now, his record, his, I got one of his records on, on my uh, turntable right now. I was just listening to it. And, uh, <laughs> That's cool. You know, you know Waylon, Waylon Jennings, uh, Hank, Hank, Hank Williams. Like, I mean, I, I, I love country music. I love rock music. Uh, I love blues music. I like folk music. I like Bob Dylan. Yeah. I got a song on the record called Hey Bob Dylan. Yeah, right. I saw that. I Actually, oh, I listened yeah, to that. I, was I, good. I, I, yeah, I mean, that song's about Dylan when he went to the, he, he, would, he did an interview on 60 Minutes where he said he went to the crossroads and he was kind of a, kind of a bizarre interview, so I wrote a song about it. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I, I like the yeah. fact that you said, yeah, I okay. have a record on my turntable. <laughs> That's a... Uh, uh, yeah, e- well, even that in itself is a classic uh, exercise, uh, you, you know, and and that's uh, one of the nice things about being able to still um, get our hands on vinyl and turntables and enjoy it like that. Like that music was created to enjoy. Yeah, and it's such a great sound, you know. What I mean, even even when a, even when a record gets older and you get the little uh, cracks and pops in it, it's just a it's just a great recording and, and the emotion they capture on the vocals, the instruments, it's a uh, you know, vinyl's pretty cool. Yeah, I I, I, I have a buddy, I have a buddy named Quentin Reddy. He's a, he's an artist up here in Canada. He really he said, "Man, you got to get into vinyl." And start listening, so he kind of got me into it. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. So you know, I I enjoy yeah. I, I enjoy some vinyl. Yeah, great. Well, thank you, Ron. Um, the uh, record again is waiting on the day, and uh, it's out through your website. Uh, looking for sort of a national, international release here coming up this summer, I assume. How can folks um, get get it now? Get in touch with you. Talk to you about your music. What's the best way to get in touch? Just uh, go to ronamcneil.com. McNeil is M C N E L L. So ronamcneil.com. We'll send a copy out to you. Yeah, that's awesome. Great. Well, thank you, Ron. I've enjoyed talking to you. This has been uh, really good uh, learning about your your journey and uh, the music and your new record, and we wish you the best with it. I appreciate that. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the Internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money... Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> I'm 
From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.